When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and today Dave and I will give our top five Oscar performances of all time. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. Ben, great to be back in studio with you. We I had know. two remotes, and it's just weird, right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it feels like we haven't done this in forever, even though last time we recorded actually is shorter than you know we usually record. Like we did it on a Saturday, we usually record on Thursdays, but it right. still feels like forever because but it's we been, haven't been doing it in person. Right, one whole month Crazy. actually recording face to face. It just doesn't feel right I over know. Skype, sitting and in my office and everything. So Mister, you and you even got new equipment. Yeah, since I got then. a new microphone, which you know will help the terrible voice do something. <laughs> right, make it sound a little bit better. Yes, you sound you sound official now. You <laughs> sound you. you sound more tolerable. So right. that's good. Well, I do appreciate that. <laughs> but with that, you know, Oscars are behind us. Everyone Everyone's still talking about it, and uh, there's always these debates of who's the you know who's the best, which one puts in the best one, and we love to do top fives or top tens. So we thought we'd do a top five best Oscar-winning performances. Yep. This covers actors, actresses in a lead or supporting. So it's really just going through and the yeah. ones you know. There's so many, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but for me, it almost just became a favorites. Oh, because yeah. there's I mean, so many great ones. You know? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. This is it was yeah it was tough putting this together. At the same time, it was easy knowing like there was at least three that I knew. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be on my list. You I know? have to say, so. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of have yeah my. There's some that are just so iconic that it's just like I have to keep that on there. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of performances that are very personal to both of us, I think, and those are just no brainers. And you start looking around and like, well, yeah, that one was good. This one was good. And, you know, he did good job here. She did there. So, yeah, I mean, when you're looking at, what, <laughs> over 100 years of cinema, not that. Right. Although I will say I don't have really anything back into the 19-teens. But yeah, anyway. not so much. And but actually, you could, though. I mean, you know. Because yeah. Yeah, the, it was the 90th Oscars. So we have 89 movies. Right, exactly. yeah. Or 89 years worth of actors to choose from. So we have four actors in each year. You know, to choose from. So, yeah, that's uh, even though I think supporting came in the 30s or something. But anyways, a lot to choose from here. But, yeah, I, you know, we're, we're more in our era. You know, I'd say, you know, 70s is like our older films that we love. Yeah. And it kind of goes think that's from there. Where, yeah, it goes from there. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, you've been doing, you've been an Oscars guy forever. I've just sort of used it as a, a reference and a, and a guide. Right. Um, but this is our first year together doing this. Yep. Uh, we started to, our first show was in May of last year. Yeah. So we didn't do the Oscars, and I really like it. I just like the idea of you know these debates, and we're watching the movies. We've gone through almost, we went through eight of the nine Best Picture nominees, and reviewed all those. Um, and I just like these debates. This is this is very exciting. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. I love it. Yeah, I love the because it's a time to celebrate movies, yeah. and you know, it's just I, I just love this time of year. Yeah, you're gonna have your disappointments every single year. Uh, 
hashtag La La Land. Um, but uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get those disappointments. But I just love this the history of it, and just all the winners are now gonna have a part of Oscar history, and it's just a cool feeling to yeah, me. Yeah, it is cool. Kind of similar to like the Super Bowl. Wow, there's gonna be a new Super Bowl champion this year, and you know they're gonna go down in history, and yeah. blah blah blah. It's interesting to look back at each year because every year is sort of in its own vacuum, and then it becomes part of history, but. Every year, you know, whoever wins in that year, it's kind of, um, it's just subject to whatever's going on at that particular time. I mean, you can look back and be like, Halle Berry, are you kidding me? She's no, not really, <laughs> right. she, she didn't do yeah. anything before that. I she know. hasn't really done anything. Not that she, actually, I didn't even see Monster, Monsters Ball, so it may have been an Oscar-winning performance. I don't know. But the point is, you look at that and you're like, that's weird. Yeah. But it might make, make you want to go see that movie. Yeah. And I think that's what, at least for me, when I was first getting into movies, that was my standard. What won Best Picture? And I start looking. You know, that's how I started watching all of these movies. Yeah. Was they they won awards? So you yeah. assume that they're you know they're good. Right? Yeah, it, it's a, it's a great guide to go off of just because you know you're going to get quality movie either yeah. way. Yeah, there's a lot of years where it's just like how in the world was this. Not, uh, did this win? Let alone was nominated, you know, for best picture. You right. do have some of those, but well, but we've yeah, got nine this year, and you know, which ones which we we talked about last episode, which ones we, we you know we think will win, and now we now we know, but you know, it could be an unexpected, right? Where you're like, are you kidding me? When this one's going up against this movie, and it won? No way! Like, uh, I think it was. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, something that, else yeah that was in your Best Picture yeah. snubs uh, we did. And it's yeah. like, okay, you know, we're here in 2018, and we're or for actually for not just 2018, but for years, we're all watching It's a Wonderful Life a certain time of year because it is incredible, and nobody's watching the one that won. I right. don't even remember what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, you remember It's a Wonderful Life. You don't even realize right. what even one you know was, was against it that year right so the point is although it is a good guide it is not the end all and be all exactly of, you know of movies but you know we for for actors and actresses i think uh for you know for sure with you're always going to get a great performance no right. matter what if, if you're a winner you, you turned in something good even if you're not a great actor or actress in general, you're amazing, but you did some. You did do something amazing in that film. So. Exactly. And some of these, uh, I don't know if you were going through it. Some of them, like, it's like you wonder how they choose who's supporting and who's lead. Sometimes, uh, you know, I was going through. I think supporting actresses, and I saw uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly on there. She won for uh, Beautiful Mind. Yeah. In, but in a supporting role, like how is she not a lead actress in that movie? Yes, I know she's support. You know she's, you know, supporting Russell Crowe. Yeah, supporting but, Russell Crowe. But at the same time, like, yeah, she's a huge part of that movie. Is forefront. So it's like sometimes I don't understand just how. And even a Viola Davis for Fences last year. Um, you could have multiple leads in a movie, right, but they yeah. don't really do it that way. Yeah, exactly. What you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just interesting how the Academy does it sometimes, and you know, just is in even uh, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, he won for uh, Silence of the Lambs for Best Lead Actor. I think he has 13 minutes of screen time. He won as a lead. Yeah, he won as a lead. Now Jodie Foster also won. In that didn't she? As, yeah, she won as, as supporting. Lead. No, oh, she won lead. the lead. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, she. In a little fun fact, uh, Silence of the Lamb is Silence of the Lamb. Lambs or lamb? <laughs> si- a plural, sil- I believe. Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah, no, that's this ben. guy. Um, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is one of three movies to win the five, the big five. They call it uh, best picture, best screenplay, lead actor and actress, three four. And director. Who's the director? 
Yes. <laughs> it's escaping me right I, now. It's escaping me, too. I don't know. Until whatever. Uh, no, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have asked that question. So, so yeah, the other one is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest okay. in 1975, and it happened one night, which is like a 30s movie. But Oh, wow. Yeah. Cuckoo's Nest is one that maybe um, we should put on the list to do yes. at some point. Yes. So. I concur. Yeah, that's... That's one that I have not seen as an adult. It's, uh, it's a, I've read it as a teenager in like English class or a literature class and then watch the movie. Um, but I was, uh, you know, 15 and in school, not really paying uh, yeah. attention. I, mean, and I didn't really get watching it. Now I know I'll have a yeah. totally different idea. That, that's kind of how old I was when I first just caught bits and pieces of it on uh-huh. AMC or something. Um, you know, it's just, I just caught it on TV and I was just like sucked in. And ever since then, it's been one of my favorite movies of all time. So one I keep revisiting and going back to, uh, but uh, BM, want to let's jump into it. Let's, I'm ready let's to see. go. So again, this is supporting actors, supporting actresses, lead actor, lead actresses, just best Oscar winning performances. These are the definitive lists of oh yeah, <laughs> top I mean five performances. There's no other list that no, will, this is it. Yeah, so you don't have to go any further than this. Uh, and again, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. Please do. We would love it. it. Yes, yeah. for sure. Well, I'm ready to kick this thing yep. off. I want you to start, please. All right. My number five is J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. I'm very glad you picked that. That is in my <laughs> honorable mentions. I, he didn't quite make my list, but great choice. He wins for supporting actor. I love J.K. Simmons. I think he's underrated. He's like one of those that would I just put him in any any role, you know, just throw him in a movie and he'll, he'll do great. I don't know if you've uh, caught the uh, Star Show counterpart, which he stars in. No, I haven't, because uh, that just came out, right? Yeah, it's. I think yeah. we're on like episode five or six. Or oh, something okay, like that. yeah, I want to check that out. He's so good. He plays, well, in this one, I'll just, it's not a big spoiler. He plays, um, he basically plays two roles. Um, and if you watch him on screen, in one role, he's he's this like sort of shy sunken guy and this other one he's this cocky jerk and you see him he just plays he can play the full range and in this one he is an abusive ass i know right yeah he is insulting this is like the, you're talking about whiplash right? yeah and yeah. whiplash yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry yeah going on whiplash yeah. he's like this is like full metal jacket level insults actually i think it, it exceeds full metal jacket because right. full metal jacket just becomes comical it just becomes it, it almost becomes farce. Right. But in Whiplash you feel like because these um these musicians, they're staking everything and being able to play in this band and for this guy, and he just destroys them. It's right. like oh my god, and Miles Teller is a good counterpart to him, but I just love J.K. Simmons in this. He's so intense. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I mean just the, the overall movie is just oh, outstanding. Great movie, yeah. Love that movie. Damien Chazelle directed it, wrote and directed it. He did uh, La La Land. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah you, you feel like Miles Teller in this role. Like you 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 <laughs> feel like you're walking on eggshells just like Miles Teller is when you're, you know, around J.K. Simmons in this in this movie. Like he's just so intense yeah. and just scary and yeah. you know, but then he can play the nice guy too like he you know he switches it just like that that's like, what i'm saying he just he just changes his face somehow and just he becomes a different person almost. yeah like the, the ones he's like not not quite my tempo oh, like you're like oh okay he's being nice to him at least he's giving him a chance yeah we're getting there yeah. Yeah. come on six seven eight and then he walks over grabs a chair and chucks yeah. it at him it's like what the heck it just happened here yeah and then he just starts slapping him am i dragging oh or am i rushing or something and just like uh, i was talking with a buddy at work and he uh he, he likes the movie but he just can't get past he's like you know if you're a grown-ass man why would you're, you're not gonna take it you know from a guy like that you know you're like i would never you know take that kind of abuse from someone but 
that I, I was telling him like it's it's when you're really passionate about something and you, you know you want to you know he's so passionate about being a drummer in this band being right. a jazz player it's just like you you understand why he's putting up with it because it's like he feels like this is his shot yeah like, this is you know he's, what he needs to do exactly i mean jk simmons plays basically the gatekeeper for to your future and he's holding all of that power, right? So you need his approval, or let him, pa- or let you, you know, let you, let, allow you to pass through. And he knows he has that power, and he's got you by the balls, right? Right. And he's, <laughs> he's not going to give it up easily. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and Miles Teller is great in that movie. Yeah, he too. really like, is. That's the best I like I've him too. I, yeah. I love. Well, I like both of those actors, but J.K. Simmons. I just love this performance. This really, really makes. I couldn't imagine this movie succeeding without J.K. Simmons doing what he does throughout. Not at all. You totally buy him as this guy and yeah, and yeah it's it's great great choice i'm glad you, i'm glad you had that so we were able to talk about it yeah for sure all right what my, do you got for number uh, five? my number five uh is another villain uh or bad guy i okay. guess you know whatever you want to call them uh, i guess mine is a little bit more of a villain it is from 1990 it is kathy bates in misery oh wow yeah <laughs> Kathy Bates in Misery saw this when first saw this when I was I don't know eight nine years old probably a little too young for this movie but uh, opposite Bates, James Con opposite James Con Misery Stephen King book um, but yeah again so intense she she's able to flip that switch as well to play this like kooky like just weird lady oh no you 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 i can't even i don't even remember what she says but she like says like these you know little lines that old ladies say um but uh be, i forget i've i've, I've she, seen this so long he gets into a car accident yeah he gets into a car accident in the snow she saves him from it and he's in wakes up in bed he's an author that Right, that yeah, she's a fan of. Yep, she's his number one fan. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she does but basically, God. yeah, she then you know kidnaps him, or you know, it, you know, he's captured in this house. But yeah, she just comes at this role with such an intensity. She's able to flip the switch like that too, because again, she's you know seems so sweet and nice, and then another moment, she's you know hitting his legs with a oh, sledgehammer. A poor you ankle. Know? Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, this this movie is one that just stuck with me. Her performance is just unbelievable. Um, I, I think for me, I just I don't like her, and I just see her as that person. Yeah, and I can't I, get past it. Like, yeah. and I know she's a, she's a very good actor and everything, but I just see that right. psycho lady yeah. in her all the time. Right, so. I know <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's it's a credit it's, to her. Right, exactly. It's it's hard to hard to. You know, see past that, but yeah, I mean, this this movie had me terrified, you know, for a <laughs> few years after I first saw it. But then, uh, oh yeah, with like the 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 piece of wood between his legs, yeah, and then like, yeah, and then she does the sledgehammer, yeah. So she, basically, she's capturing him because she wants him because he said he was done with these, you know, these uh, set of novels. Uh, she, oh. you know, he was writing, but he, she was like, no, you got to write no. one more. And yeah, basically, and then he finally writes one, and she comes in and burns the copy he wrote because she didn't like that he killed off this character that she loves. She's just this crazy, crazy Well, how could you lady. do that to your number one fan? Exactly. This exactly. is totally, totally normal but, here. Uh, but yeah, I thought I'd be, a, you know, I, again, Kathy, this is a movie that, you know, I, it got to me when I was kind of young and then I saw it again in my adult life and it was just like so... Uh, captivated and and just infatuated with what she was doing. So it's what just, was it? Nineteen ninety. Terrifying. Uh, Nineteen ninety. Yep. I don't think I've seen it since. Uh, 
it's been it's been a while, I, a number of years. I haven't seen it recently, and yeah. I remember it was very disturbing. Yeah, and it made me just not like her at yeah. all. And I just <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's hard. yeah. It was it, very it, uncomfortable. It, it took a while for me to see it past her because I think then like a few years later she was in Waterboy as mm-hmm. uh, his mom. So then yeah, I yeah playing then that I, foosball yeah, foosball. So then I was able to <laughs> then I was able to see her as something different. Yeah. So she really was not that nice in that movie either. She's actually kind of. Not all that nice in really anything she is in. No, but you know yeah. she's she's a great actress. She in, is. in this. Uh, yeah, I, I had to put it on my list. No, so. We liked her in uh, Midnight in Paris when she played Gertrude Stein. Oh yeah, yeah, that. she was good in that. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't uh, listened, we have a Midnight in Paris episode. Woody Allen. That we do. We uh, that's one of both of our favorite movies. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely yeah. love that movie. All right, so uh, you go ready to go to number four? Let's do it. Speaking of Woody Allen, and speaking of female actresses. My number four is Diane Keaton and Annie Hall. Really? Yeah. Wow. I uh, I basically fall in love with Diane Keaton in this movie. Yeah. She's so charming. She's so funny. She's just she's beautiful. She's just hilarious. She's kind of a mess. She's like wearing these weird clothes and yeah. She's, <laughs> she's just so quirky and it works perfectly to go against the Alvy character, the Woody Allen, just you know, nutso guy. And she puts up with a lot, and then she kind of puts her foot down, and I just love her in this. I, I don't know. I don't think this this movie would have done nearly as well with any other lead actress. I love Diane Keaton. When she's in anything now, I just smile because she just, I don't know, there's something about her that, that I just, I'm struck from from that movie, that, I, that memory of her. I think she's great in this. Yeah, I, I love that movie. I love Diane Keaton. Um, I love that character. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it never struck me to put her on my list. Uh, what? <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't seem like it was just out of this world performance. It just seemed like she was, you know, just playing herself. It, See, I, I, for me, it didn't, you know. She is the she is the ground of which allows, like, the Alvy character to be his weird strangeness. Yeah. So it goes back to her. She, like, can push back in him. It makes him, I don't know, she's more like, um, it's just a great counterpart. And I don't think it the movie really works without her performance. So Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I mean, she is the whole movie. Uh, it's it's named after her character. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. But yeah, that's a good choice. I'm glad we're, we're having some variety here. But, uh, but yeah, I love that movie. I know, because we're, we're, we're starting with this huge pool of people, I right? Know, so we're gonna insane. we're gonna have completely different views, and we've you know we come across different movies at different times and all that. So this is great. I mean, I would have never picked Kathy Bates. I, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an amazing performance, and she was menacing, but it made me hate her. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I won't pick her. Hey, you know, I I'm it's glad fine. I'm I glad will, we differ in opinions. I will this. take uh, Diane Keaton, and I will have her yeah <laughs> come right. Do you want to you want to play? You know, get some <laughs> lobsters with her and, and play around. See, and, look, you know? wasn't that funny? It was funny. Okay. You know, Woody Allen wrote it, but you know, I'm sorry. That was a great choice. It was a great choice. I'm What's not knocking not- on your choice. I'm just giving my opinions as well. That's fine. You're allowed to disagree to an extent. Just your list is your list is the correct one, right? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so what do you got for number four? My number four is another one you probably will not have, uh, especially since you already said you haven't seen it since you were a kid. Uh, Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, nineteen seventy-five. Um, again, I love this movie. It's in my top ten of all time. Um, yeah, Jack Nicholson. He's perfect for this role. This guy who basically. You know, fakes being insane so he doesn't have to, uh, you know, be imprisoned at this work camp. 
uh, anymore. You know, he's uh, smart. You know, he's smart. smart you know, guy. or so he thinks. <laughs> yeah, right. So he thinks. Little does he know. Didn't know that, what he was getting into. Exactly. Yes, exactly. It's just I love the turn of this character, just from going to this, you know, just careless guy who's just like whatever. I'm, I'm. Uh, defeating or beating the system, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting mine on theirs. You know, I'm one up in them because you know they think I'm crazy, but really, who's who's the crazy one? But <laughs> yeah. again, little does he know, you know, just the the turn of his character from being that careless guy to then basically going insane himself, you right. know, from you know because he's working with Nurse Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, the environment. Playing. Yeah, the environment is just like it makes you crazy. Exactly, because like the way it's it it is crazy. The way everyone operates, right. the way they act, it makes you start. Yeah, you're <laughs> you can't like you know how whatever. It kind of just speaks on you know whatever you, whatever your surroundings are. I mean, you're just gonna you're gonna adapt to that. Right. You know, you're gonna evolve and and you know become that thing, even even if you hate it. You know, it's, uh, you know, even if, if you're surrounded by negativity, you're surrounded by hate, you know, you're going to start being a negative person and a hateful person. You know, right. it's kind of like that. So losing your mind is not that difficult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. And again, you know, thinking he's the smarter person by going here and just realizing, you know, just how condescending the nurses are right. and just, uh, you know, everything. And it's just uh, in the one scene that really sells me, you know, for that is, you know, he's trying to, you know, turn the ball game on at right. one point in the movie. He's trying to, you know, it's the World Series, you know, you got to turn the ball game on. And, you know, he turns it on and then the nurse comes over and turns it off. She says, you know, these guys, you know, it's not TV time and or you can't, you know, watch what you want. You need to vote from everyone else. So right. he, he goes around and, you know, gets the votes he needs to be able to turn on the TV and watch the ball game. She's moved on by now while he's trying to get the votes. <laughs> he finally gets this one guy, Chief, who never does anything. He finally raises his hand, but she's moved on. She's, you know, they're, they're a structured place. And he says, you're not going to say that now, not now. <laughs> just the way he reacts to that. And you just feel his pain. Like well, just, you feel the madness he feels like, are you kidding me? I, you just said what I needed to do. And now, you know, it's making me crazy. Just thinking about it, just the way. And that's a, that's an honorable mention. I'm just going to give away right now. Isn't, uh, she, her name's escaping me, but the chick that played uh, Ratchet, Ratchet, Nurse I, Ratchet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, but that's like Nicholson at his best, yes, right? When exactly. He's just like losing his head. Yeah, and you know, I know we talked about uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis or not Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson, kind of becoming a uh, a caricature caricature of himself. Yeah. You know, I'd say Jack Nicholson, you know, could have become that as well. He kind of did. But in this movie, like this movie is just you really see his acting power and just, you know, Louise Fletcher. That's her name. Uh, Sorry. Um, But yeah, you you really see his uh, his range and what he can really do as an actor. You just you feel what he feels and just, uh, yeah, I I could not leave him off my list. Uh, Fantastic choice. I, I think uh, you know as we're talking more. This is definitely one we should. Play yeah, on the, I, I agree. Too. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's my number four. Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Good. That's excellent. So, uh, ready for me to move on to number three? I sure am. All right. Let me see if you can guess this one. Bastard from a basket. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Day Lewis. Should I say? Uh, 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 it's my number two. So whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> so Daniel Day Lewis and there will be blood. Yes. Daniel Plainview, I just love this performance. I don't care what he's doing in this movie. He could just be like a farmer, 
and just be mad at the corn for not growing. Right. I could just watch this band <laughs> in this movie. I know. Him and Paul Thomas Anderson teaming up. They're outdoors all the or, you know, it's just the it looks great. He's struggling. He's angry. He's just this crazy man. You watch him just descend into madness. I love it. It's yeah. just so great. Even the more I think about it, I think I'll say I'm not even sure this is really a great movie. <laughs> I think I'm coming more to that conclusion. It's just really an amazing performance. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those movies you go back to for the performances. Yeah, because yeah, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you what 100 percent the story is, other than I mean, it's a simple story, really. I mean, other than he's just an oil man who's drinking is, milkshakes. Yeah, drinking milkshakes. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, that's what it is. But you go back for the performance time and time again. It's it's you he's know so good, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, again, this is this is my number two. This is just something that I just I can't take my eyes off of. When, Anytime it's on or anytime I flip it on, um, it's just so I'll, so captivating. I, so for Daniel Day Lewis, um, I actually haven't seen uh, My Left Foot. Have you? I, I started to one time and never finished. Not because it was a bad movie. It's just again, uh, it, it, I, I, I always start movies and for some reason never finish them. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah. But I, yeah. I want to say you know what you think is maybe I, I haven't seen in the name of the Father except for just bits of it. So. But I don't know. I haven't seen his full catalog, but I think this is the best I've ever, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think mean, this far exceeds Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln was great. I mean, his performance in Lincoln was great. Lincoln was a boring-ass movie, but uh, his nah. performance in Lincoln is amazing. But Phantom Thread is great. What do you think his performance in Lincoln is better than this? Oh, oh no, okay. no, okay. no, 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 no. That's what I... Yeah, no, no, Link, no. Yeah. Lincoln is not a great movie. His performance in Lincoln is good. In, in some moments, he's got great moments. But in general, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. there but, will be blood is... Yeah, every better. scene and there will be blood. You're just, <laughs> whoa. oh my god! What are you doing? He talks what, like yeah. he is this character. Well, that opening scene is is nothing but him just climbing out of a hole, basically, right? right? And you know? you're still like, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got? Well, that's what I mean. Um, he could just be like tilling soil, and I would yeah. watch. <laughs> I mean, so but but yeah. Then he has this crazy scene, like you know, I, I abandoned my boy, I abandoned my child. You know that whole scene, just like yeah, the, you know he you know he does have some pain in his heart you know he's got guilt you know you find out just a little tiny bit in that scene um although he could have been doing it for show but at the same time you don't know that's he leaves it it's not clear really did he learn anything did he does he actually regret any of the decisions he's make like i don't know he just he's just really just crazy yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's just unbelievable so yeah i mean that's i'm glad you had that on your list because i again i have it uh as number two yeah it's just uh, it's just so infatuating yeah <laughs> but uh well so yeah that's all i got on it yeah, i mean we've I talked mean, about this performance many times already so. yeah i know <laughs> exactly um i'm ready for you uh to hit your number three let's do it all right, so my number three is none other than Heath Ledger in the The Dark Knight, two thousand eight. Not on your list? No, not on my list. Excellent right. choice. Yeah, again, again, this is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, he's really the lead in this movie. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, he has so much screen time, and yet he he got supporting actor for it um, after his death, uh, unfortunately. Which I think he would have gotten it either way because this performance, my God, again, talk about menacing. Uh, it's a seems like a theme, and a lot of these seems like we're picking our villains or yeah. bad guys or just <laughs> yeah. not good people. Um, but right. uh, I think yeah. I had J.K. Simmons and Daniel Day-Lewis. You had uh, um, Kathy Bates. 
Yep. And now Heath Ledger. Now Heath Ledger is the Joker. Just uh, again, just what Heath Ledger brought to this role. Just what uh, the choices he made with the just the voice and his mannerisms and just it is he was this character. Again, you'll find a theme in my list, (laughs) which should be a theme in all Oscar winners is they're not just this person playing another person they are this character and that is a hundred percent what Heath, Heath Ledger did no you're absolutely right I mean even though the movie is Batman it really is all about the Joker from the opening scene right this yeah. is all about him and Heath Ledger wow yeah. I mean too bad that uh, well it seems like there's a connection here between this role and unfortunately his death. Yeah, really. I mean cuz the way he prepared for this role just locking himself into a hotel room and and uh, being so isolated and really getting into this character and it's just it cannot be healthy to yeah. do that. Yeah. And there's that uh, I guess a couple couple of the scenes he actually filmed on his own yeah and he came up with his own costume and he like complete i mean this is full method right um just insane yeah he like basically lost his mind on this role is what it sounds like no a hundred percent yeah i mean it's just insane but yeah i mean just the like when he's telling you know he tells two different versions of how he got these scars <laughs> and the way he you know tells it you know one he's telling to a guy you know this gangster guy he's trying to be more menacing the other he's telling to a a woman so he you know alters the story to you know it's from a theme from about his mother right or or his wife was the was the first one or no his wife was when he's talking to maggie gillenhall like that's how he got the scars because he you know didn't want his wife to feel bad right and then the first one was his father took a knife on his mom and you know why so serious Mm -hmm. so he'd be in more you know hard and you know telling a more gruesome story he's genuinely terrifying yeah and he's just parts of this movie yeah absolutely you just are so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that such a person could could exist and the joker the previous versions of it even you know we just talked about uh, jack nicholson who was you know, a great actor, but that's a very different Joker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's kind of Jack Nicholson becoming a character of himself is yeah. the, the start of of it, anyways. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I love I love that Joker. I think it's a lot of fun and dancing, and yeah, the box and all this nonsense. <laughs> exactly. But basically, that was him just playing himself. Whereas Heath Ledger, like you know, obviously the makeup has a lot to do with it, but you cannot tell it was Heath Ledger just no. by looking at him, just by again the way he talks and you know, the, just the, again the choices he made, the way he walks. He has this like presence about him, and just you know, he licks his lips and you know, just his has voice. these little twerks yeah his voice is just it's not a normal voice right yeah it's, it's just um, strange yeah and i guess he modeled it off of some musician uh, tom waits oh, okay and there's this interview f- from tom waits like from the 70s or something and it's like oh my god that is the joker like really? that's who we based that voice off of oh, it's insane um but yeah the, the joker i mean this is such an iconic role it's just we're still talking about it uh, 10 years later this is what we com- can uh compare comic book movies now to oh there hasn't been anything close to exactly this. There, or, there may not ever be one and without heath ledger as a joker i don't think we'd be talking about the dark knight the same uh i don't think so either this is a fantastic film but yeah i mean it could not have been even with christopher nolan uh christian bale i'm not really I don't. I'm not a. I don't love Christian Bale, but yeah, Heath Ledger makes so much of this movie. Now, did he win after he died? 
Yes. Okay. And yeah, because he he died before actually Dark Knight even was released. Okay. That's, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I'm thinking back. That's yeah. right. So this isn't one where the Academy rewards someone, you know, for not rewarding them for their death. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, yeah. they died and we feel sad and there's like a sympathy and we're going to give them a award. This is not that no, at all. Not at all. This is he. Poor guy. I mean, jeez. But he absolutely deserved yeah. this. He absolutely deserves to be on this list. Yep. A great call. Yeah. So, so yeah, Heath Ledger is just yeah another one that I'm just captivated in uh, every time I watch. So. Great. So this one made my honorable honorable mention, which we'll get into in a bit. Yep. So great call. Uh, my number two is F. Murray Abraham and Amadeus. Interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this film? I have not. Well, maybe this one's gonna make. Yeah, because I've heard like this is actually I downloaded. I uh, had to take a trip to uh, Michigan. Uh, last month, and I had downloaded this because I was like, I, I want to finally watch this. I just I still haven't gotten around to watch it. But uh, so, really, so yeah, it's so, that good, huh? So if Tell you me. haven't seen it, it's hard to say. Uh, here's what I'll say about his performance in this film. This is the movie where you know where you go back and you. I'm sure you do this too, where you go back and you rewind a line that somebody mm-hmm. says because it's so good. I'm doing this throughout. Now is it? The because of the, is it the writing or is it? Yeah, you know, it's the performance. Really, he'll just sit there and just describe a, a scene and or in a scenario, and it is like you are transfixed by what he's saying. Really, he is incredible in this movie. Um, I think Amadeus won Best Picture, yep. and then he won uh, for Best. Uh, is it supporting or lead? He won Best Actor. So lead, so okay. lead, yeah. yeah. Well, although um, he doesn't play. Well, it's about Mozart. Uh, Tony or Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forget exactly. Yeah, but uh, no, no, uh, Holt, Holt. Oh God, I'm horrible. <laughs> it's all right. I know. Yeah, I, 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 the guy's face is in my. But yeah, I, I can picture it. He plays uh, Salieri, anyways, um, and he's it's basically um, he's he's a religious man, and he he just, he he knows he's a contemporary of Mozart, and he is cursed by two things. He is cursed by being mediocre. And the music that he composes, he's another composer. He's, and he realizes he's nowhere near as good as Mozart. Okay. But he also has the ability to recognize how amazing Mozart is. And he hates Mozart for who he is. And he feels like God has cursed him to, be, to, to have this knowledge, but also to not be able to, to be able to write such beautiful music that would honor God, right. that sort of thing. So he's angry and jealous, and he hates everything. About really? <laughs> he be- yeah, that that sounds like... Because you, you really like the movie, too, the movie obviously. movie is yeah. incredible. Man, yeah, I, I can't There's, believe this has escaped me for so many years. Tom Holtz? Tom Holtz? Oh, Holtz. H-U-L-C-E. Yes. Holtz? Holtz? I don't know. Um, Holtz. Tom Holtz. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. So, F. Murray Abraham. Okay, so is it him like telling the story? Yeah, he's, okay. he's narrating... Yeah, he's narrating. He's um, he's an uh, so the movie starts as him as an old man confessing to a priest. Okay, and he's like in an old ma- old folks home, I guess, um, and confessing to the priest of some things that he did and taking him all the way back to the story of how he met Mozart. Yeah, and it's an incredible film, and his performance is just awesome. And I love F. Murray Abraham. When he's not in a lot of stuff, but when he's in things, he's in Homeland and just little little roles here. He always dominates the screen. Does he play the young version of himself too? Or does he does. Someone else? Okay. So, I mean, does he have like emotional scenes? Like, is it like, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's great. It's just a And he's like, I assume job. he's like jealous of him. He's and jealous. And he, there's like is this, Mozart just not a good person too? He's just, Mozart is like, 
a genius at writing music. At least I don't know what the real story is, but in this movie, he's like, he's sort of, he's like a, it's like a child. He's an idiot. He giggles and like runs around and slaps girls' butts. Well, and I also see that uh, famous scene with him like farting uh, yeah. everyone. Like, yeah, exactly. Stuff is, yeah, he does like stuff like that. He's like an adolescent, but yeah. then he'll go and write the most beautiful music ever written. It's like effortless to him. Yeah, yeah. And then so the F. Salieri, the F. Murray Abraham character, is like, what the heck? I'm like. Because he, he says this assumption that, that God is in control of what's going on. So, you know, he sees the ability to write that kind of music as like a gift from God. So why don't I have that gift? I believe in you. I'm, I'm an adult. I'm not being an asshole. Well, I'm not like an immature jerk, you know. Why, why are you not letting me be able to write this beautiful music and giving it to this ape? Basically, yeah. okay. Well, so this should, this could be a movie we could analyze, I, right? I would do it definitely okay. in a heartbeat. Yeah, just I, for this, the performance is so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Yeah, you you've sold me hundred percent. I mean, because again, I've heard great things about it, but yeah, now you talking about it, really, I, I'm probably gonna watch it this week now. <laughs> uh, please so, do, and yeah. then maybe that could be our uh, episode in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. So. Hey, folks, you heard it here. Look at that. We're Hey-o! we're making plans. This is how we decide what movies we're gonna talk about. All right. So, so I don't want to say cool. too much more on it no, because it awesome. spoil anything. Yeah, no, okay, definitely so, not. And then your number two was Daniel Yeah, my number two was Daniel Day-Lewis. So keep talking, my friend. What's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> my number one, which will probably not surprise many view- or listeners uh, to the show, is Robert De Niro and Raging Bull. Never heard of it. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is actually the first show uh, yep. I did. Yeah, right back on, in May on the Raging blockbuster Bull. mentality. Yeah, two, two and a half hour long show. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> Probably could have gone another hour. Yeah, right? seriously. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it was fun. But so uh, 1980 yeah, I mean, wins Best Actor. Um, I, I just, in my opinion, this is the best performance I've ever seen in my life. I, you know, it's arguably the best single performance of all time. He's so good. He transforms his body for this movie. He transforms just like who he he becomes a different person within the span of this this you know this 2-hour yeah. movie. And I'm always left at the end of this movie just with like this well of emotion that I can't even yeah. really I'm like sad, I'm angry, I feel lost, I feel disappointment, but yet somewhat of a bittersweet at least he did something I don't know I just love Robert De Niro in this yeah I mean not saying you could put anyone else in that role but it still is even even without him it's still a captivating movie and it's a great filmmaking by by Martin Scorsese 100% oh brilliant well. direction yeah but I think De Niro um, that, I mean they collaborate, collaborated heavily yeah. on this movie right this wasn't just uh, he was getting a script sort mm. of thing right uh, yeah I mean so yeah I mean this is I kind of cheated a little. I knew you would have this, so I I, <laughs> I wanted I, to have a little more variety. I didn't include him. He wouldn't have been my number one, but but yeah, I mean this you can't this argue. This would have made your top oh yeah, five. absolutely okay. yeah. Jesus. So I cheated a little. Sorry, folks. No, no, but, you got to uh, do that because yeah. I I do you know I wear you know certain things I wear on my sleeve and the performance right. of Robert De Niro in Raging Bull. I yeah, I mean absolutely. It's, I love it so much. This movie made me love movies. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it, it I, I would say that to agree for me too. Just it made me appreciate that it's an art form. Yeah, like this is art. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree there. And again, talk about just having a presence, like just the presence De Niro is able to convey in his performance is Larry! just amazing. Larry, <laughs> I'm gonna eat your dog. <laughs> I got no choice. <laughs> Come on, honey, let's let's yeah. be friends. Let's be friends. <laughs> let's... When he charges in and beats up 
Joe Pesci. Oh man, oh, just heartbreaking. Just you know when he finally you know at the end when he's in prison and just like bashing his head. I'm not on the an wall animal. Just like I'm not an <laughs> animal. You just feel that, and uh, even just what he became. Now he's you know in his own version of a ring at a comedy rundown comedy nightclub. It's so pathetic. Shadow boxing, doing this terrible rendition of Marlon Brando in the on the waterfront. Yeah. Um, you go through this whole you root for him and then you hate him. Yeah. And then you feel sorry for him and yeah, you want to yeah. help him. And it's like Exactly. Oh, just the journey you go on with this guy is yeah. just unbelievable. You, like it's such an emotional roller coaster and and a hundred percent of that uh has to do with Robert De Niro's performance. Robert De Niro, I, I you might be listening and if you are, please turn in a great performance. One more. We need one. Maybe the Irishman is it. I don't know. I'm but. pretty sure he's known to tune into amateur podcasts um, <laughs> every, sure every once in a while. I'm pretty sure that's in his biography. That's how he fills his day. Yeah, right? yeah. absolutely. That's in his. Uh, that's in the trivia section of uh, IMDb. So, <laughs> Perfect. so yeah, uh, Mr. De Niro, you know we love you, and uh, you know continue supporting the show. Hey, and uh, if anybody's listening, if you've got a spare two and a half hours, please listen to our Raging Bull episode. It'll be worth it for you. Because this is an an incredible film. Yeah. And the performance is so good, unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad I knew you would have it. So. Of course. Again, uh, one that I thought you would have, which I'm kind of surprised you don't. Okay. It's not in your top five, at least. Uh, my number one is. What am I, a clown? <laughs> Do I amuse you? I amuse you, <laughs> Joe Pesci in Goodfellas again. Kind of shocked that uh, this is not on your list. Okay. Um, no, well, it it might have made it in, an, in another in another life. In, an, <laughs> in another life. No, let's just put it this way: if we had, if we were doing a show, uh, say a number of years ago, when I was obsessed with Goodfellas, <laughs> so you just kind of run casino, burnt out on it a little. Not burnt, yeah, I, I think the Scorsese. Yeah, I, I, I think. I watched those movies so much, and they were so much a part of my movie liking identity. I've almost like discounted them in yeah. a sense. That's kind of I feel like with like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, of course those are just my favorites. Like whatever, let me just brush those aside for now. <laughs> you know, it's just like like your like your family almost. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like part of your family. You're just well, like, like oh, that's my brother. No, I don't. I don't have to hang out with him right now. Yeah, it's like obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I love you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Well, this one did make my honorable mention, and I think we were talking about this movie uh, in a few episodes ago. I'm not sure what what. It was, but you were almost like Goodfellas is a more of a Joe Pesci movie. Oh yeah, than a De Niro or um, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah, it really he is. is. So good in this movie. I know. <laughs> it's Again, it's just another. I think. Let's see. This is one, two, three. Four. If you count Daniel Day Lewis, this is four bad guys on my list. It's just I don't know. Just for some reason they just stick out. But yeah, Joe Pesci and uh, Good Good uh, Yeah Goodfellas is just. Again, just well. I want to say this. T- yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, because here, this is yours, and I'm jumping on. That's it. all right. I, here, right here, right. I keep it away, and then you talk about it, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to just keep going. So, but like you said, there, he's not even really a villain. He's not really um, scary in a sense. He's really just a psychopath, psychopath, sociopath, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, which you don't really get in some of these other ones. He's like the guy you hope to never come across yeah. in your life, because if you do, you could end up dead by just. Any interaction with this man, yeah, and that is so visceral in this film. I don't even want to look at him at sometimes in this movie. Yeah, he's just terrifying. I mean, talking about talk about you know we talk about walking on eggshells with J.K. Simmons' character. You never fear for your life with him. This is nothing. I'll take a Joe slap Pesci, in the face. Yeah, just, yeah, just you, shoot me for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Like this guy can bust your balls. <laughs> if you bust his balls once, he 
you could be dead. You, you know? can't say nothing to this guy. Yeah. Like, good <laughs> God. Like, it's just insane. Like, it, the whole movie, you're on edge anytime someone says something to him. Especially, I mean, a lot of it, you know, it's it's made fun of a lot. It's parodied, parodied yeah. a lot. But that, am I a clown? Do I amuse you scene? Like, even Ray Liotta's like, whoa, whoa. And then he finally realizes he's just joking. Nobody like, wants to do anything. And then they're laughing like, <laughs> But Ray Liotta's, like, scared at him at first because yeah. he knows that what Joe Pesci is capable of he's and how losing. crazy yeah. he is. Any like, moment, the guy just loses yeah, his mind. Exactly. He's like, he has to, like, dominate everything. Yeah. He do- has to dominate you. And if you put up any resistance, he takes it as this horrible insult to him. It's like... Yeah, you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, because when he finally shoots uh, the kid from the Godfather, or the kid from the Sopranos, yeah, um, yeah. you know, when he finally shoots him, it's because De Niro's like, "Whoa, like, oh, what? what? You're not gonna say he just, you know, busted your balls. You're not gonna say anything. What's the world coming to? Like, De, De Niro's just like, he's just you know, egg- busted he's it. Playing yeah, around. He's just playing he's around. Him, yeah, Pesci takes it like <laughs> he's like, what are you challenge? Gonna, yeah, because like, Robert De Niro's like, what are you gonna do about it? Huh? What are you gonna do? Like you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then and yeah, just uh, Joe Pesci. She decides, he throws yeah. down some money or whatever, and he just shoots just him. shoots him. And then De Niro's like, "Well, I didn't mean kill him. You, you're digging the ditch. You're you're, you're digging the hole." How's Zach? Uh, yeah, what a conversation oh, that man. is. You're digging the hole. My favorite though is. Oh, I li- you know, I like this painting, you know? Because, uh, you know, one dog faces the other way, the other- <laughs> one dog faces the other. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> hey, one dog go one way, they're all going to go the other way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Joe Pesci, I mean, so it's just good. so iconic. Such an iconic performance. And Mama, performance. Ma- Mama Scorsese. Mama Scorsese is Joe Pesci's mom in the movie. So, yeah, it's just, again, it's just so iconic. It's it's one that's parodied so much and, you know, is made reason. fun of a lot but you know but or is not made fun of but is just made referenced, yeah, yeah referenced a lot so you kind of forget that how good of a performance it actually is just because it is parodied so much yeah so but i cannot yeah, argue I mean, with this, this is just bit. this is just insane <laughs> so good so yeah, joe that's, pesci's amazing actually joe pesci i don't know i don't think he won anything but uh well don't no, go ahead no no, that's, that's no, all. I mean, no no he's good he's he's just great i love joe pesci yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's our list. So we're gonna give some honorable mentions as well. Um, real quick, what, so what was your top five? So I had J.K. Simmons in Whiplash, Diane Keaton, Annie Hall, which Ben had a problem with. Uh, number three was Daniel Day, Daniel Day Lewis, and there will be blood bastard from a basket. <laughs> number two was F. Murray Abraham in Amadeus, which we're going to do now. And the number one performance of all time, of course, was Robert De Niro in Raging Bull. Yep. All right. So my number five was Kathy Bates in Misery. Number four, Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. My number three nice. was Heath Ledger. Well, Cuckoo's Nest, we want to put on the list as well. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, Cuckoo's Nest and Amadeus. He, uh, number three, Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Number two, Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood. And my number one is Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so there were several that I had to leave out, which pained me to leave out. Yeah. Um, and I know you had some as well. So what were you, What were some of your honorable mentions? So I stepped on my, my words just a second ago on Joe Pesci saying he went, but what I meant was uh, Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny mm. made my honorable mention. And Joe Pesci in that, I don't think he got anything for that but that was no. what I was going to say and I was holding back he was really good in that too I love him in yeah, that movie he's great yeah. <laughs> I just love my cousin Vinny I know <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about that movie I don't know if it's just those two actors together I think yeah. that's probably it yeah they're so good 
Um, and uh, we get uh, Ralph Macchio as well. Yeah, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> the, the, the judge is pretty pretty good in oh, that yeah. too. Oh yeah, the two Utes. Uh, yeah, two Utes uh, who who played uh, say what Herman Munster yeah, in yeah. the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and I had I obviously had uh, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas as I mentioned. Um, I had which I do, I think you'll appreciate. I had Robin Williams in um, Goodwill uh, Good Hunting. Hunting. Yeah, 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 that was in my honorable as well. Oh good. Uh, I had Francis McDormand in Fargo. You remember? Yep. You know Margie Gundon. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, yeah, Margie's gonna be. <laughs> cold one today Margie <laughs> I love you Margie <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I had Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea that's a, yeah that's I don't know what about this movie it's another movie we need to do I don't know if I want to this movie makes me cry from yeah. minute three I know I just I don't know I think it's Casey Affleck he's he doesn't even really seem to do a lot uh, but I feel everything and I relate to this character which for by all rights I should not because I don't I'm not him. I'm not a maintenance guy. I didn't accidentally kill my family. Yeah, uh, or ruin my life. And really? I carry no. I, I haven't, not yet. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, but the the guilt that he carries, right. and that, yeah. that sense of um, uh, punishing yourself for right. bad things that yeah. you've done, and just refusing to be happy because you need to make payment. Um, I love that from him. I I think he's fantastic. Yeah, and he, yeah, he just. Has such pain in his eyes yeah. and just oh man yeah great choice. What do you got um, for honorables? My honorable, obviously Robert De Niro, Raging Bull. Uh, one that really pained me to leave off, um, which I could replace a lot of these with him. Uh, Christoph Waltz and Inglorious oh, Bastards. Yeah, um, good job. You could have put him in Django as well. Yeah, right? Django. <laughs> but yeah, Inglorious Bastards for me just because of just how because he took me by total surprise for yeah. that one. Um, great call. Uh, which I know you're not, you know, too fond of this movie. Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks. I, I think, I don't know, just some of he's just him talking to the grave in that one scene alone for me sells his performance and that. Yeah, anyone can talk in that accent, but just I don't know. I think Tom Hanks. I just love Tom Hanks. He's 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 the everyman. Well, I kind of knocked him on the post, and I kind of knock him on some of his recent roles. Like um, the Da Vinci series is really well, nothing yeah, special I mean, that's... there. But to play kind of a dimwit and to, to pull that off, uh, he, no, yeah, I mean, I cannot, I cannot knock the performance of Tom <laughs> Hanks and Forrest Gump. Uh, I agree. Anthony Hopkins, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Great call. Two I mentioned at the top of the show, Viola Davis and Fences. Have you seen Fences? I have not. Man, her performance alone is worth just really? checking out that movie. The movie's meh, but her just what about Denzel? Her scenes. Uh, Denzel's okay. Is he doing yeah, he, he, <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> Of okay. course, yeah. Denzel's Denzel. Yeah, just... the, the last half hour of the movie just stop because it's stupid. Um, Jennifer Connelly again in Beautiful Mind. Oh yeah, good yeah I loved her performance in that. Javier Bardem in No Country oh, for yeah. Old Men. Oh, I don't know why that didn't so make menacing. Mind. And then and then again, J.K. Simmons in uh, Whiplash. Oh nice. So, yep. There we go. What a great so, list. Yeah, what a, what I know. A, what a bunch of amazing performances. I, yeah, I want to you know? watch all. What do we have? Nine total movies in this list. Yeah, yeah. or you know something like that. But yeah, I definitely want to. Go watch all these movies now, especially Amadeus. I'm looking forward to watching that now. Amadeus and Cuckoo's Nest. Those are, yeah. let's lock those two yep. in. Lock them in. Lock them in, <laughs> folks. You heard it here. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Uh, for, yeah, as always, follow <laughs> follow us on Twitter I, uh, at BlockbusterCast. My personal account is at BCCord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave our reviews for us on iTunes. We would that love helps, that. That helps us a lot. And uh, yeah. That's it. That is a lot of fun. I love the Oscars, and I'm glad we were able to give our favorite performances, Oscar-winning performances. Ever. Absolutely. There's some that weren't even, uh, or there's some, yeah, some that weren't even nominated. There are great performances, so it'd be interesting to explore, you know, yeah, other like performances. Snubs, performance yeah. snubs. Yeah, yeah definitely. Probably a number of them there. 
Definitely. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For As always, uh, for Davo, I'm Ben Secord. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. That's a moment.